Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Love Shack! What a great song to come back in with, Sam. It can mean only one thing. Thank you both. The one and only Michael Mackey is in studio this Shalom. afternoon. Shalom and happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. Happy Hanukkah to you, my friend. Yes. Got your phone back? I got my phone back. You're, you're doing well? I missed a text from Dan Weinbaum. Happy Hanukkah, Dan. <laughs> Is that it? Well, yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I'm not, that's not a dig on you. No. You, you only had one text? Yeah, that was it. From Dan Weinbaum. <laughs> no, that's a dig on Mackie for sure. <laughs> Makes you feel amazingly unimportant. I'm so, <laughs> I, I thought I was way more popular. Apparently not. 20 minutes your phone was kept from you and... Didn't miss a single thing. Nope. (laughs) Just like that Aerosmith song. Don't want to miss the thing. (laughs) Miss nothing. What what does that tell you there, Mr. Mackey? Not as popular as I think I am. Not as important as you think you are. Nope, not at all. (laughs) Oh, you're very important. It's just you don't need your phone all the time. I'm very popular and important in my mind, and that's all that matters, to have a delusionary sense of (laughs) self-confidence. That's my goal. Uh, It was 31 years ago today that the movie A Few Good Men Premiere. You can't handle the truth. You want the truth. 31 years ago. Bang. Okay. To this day, I would argue one of the greatest movies ever made. It's a classic. Yes, it is. Yeah. I was actually down there when uh, the movie makers came down to do a, a site survey uh, of the base. Where's down there? Getmo. Guantanamo oh, Bay. You, you, naval base. They actually did film... Some of the they did not there? film it there. They came down. There was they, they were looking to film it there, but they came down to just see what the base looked like. Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. You had occasion recently to interview a very famous comedian. Ooh, Mama got another exclusive for the pitch. Thank you very much. So. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Kathy Griffin. She was a very famous comedian for quite a while, and then she uh, sort of got canceled, and she's been sort of in exile for the last six years because, uh, well, she went from the D-list to the no-fly list practically overnight because uh, she was photographed holding a ketchup-covered mask that resembled a beheaded Donald Trump, and that was way back in 2017. And Mm -hmm. that shocking piece of performance art didn't just land her in the doghouse, people. No, no. It instantaneously sank her career, which, and then that, you know, included being the subject of a, a Department of Justice federal investigation. And then after that, 
There was this whole downward spiral of opioid addiction. She had a suicide attempt, and then she had a seemingly out-of-the-blue lung cancer diagnosis. Well, ladies and germs, Kathy Griffin is back, baby, and she is on a 40-city U.S. tour, and one of her stops, her first tour, her first uh, stop is in my hometown of Des Moines, but then she comes here to the Uptown Theater on February 4th, and I got the chance to chat up one Miss Griffin, and let me tell you, we had to uh, we had to find a little snippet, a little segment, Sam, you and I, where she doesn't swear because she swears like a sailor through the whole interview. So if you want to see the the interview in total, in total, uh, it is coming out Wednesday in the pitch. But here's a little snippet about where we talk about Kathy Griffin is now finally off the no fly list. So Wait, are you finally, on. are you finally, finally off the no-fly list, girl? Yes, I'm off the no-fly list, and I'm taking great advantage of it by doing as many cities as I can, and I'm going to be filled with joy every time I fly anywhere, over anybody, at any time. <laughs> Is this tour going to be cathartic? Like, are there any topics that are off-limits? Oh, no topics are off limits, but I'll tell you something interesting. And I swear this isn't on purpose and it's not going to because I'm afraid of him. I actually don't even mention Trump in this new show. I, I don't even, I have no words. I know. Look, if he does something crazy that day, then of course I'll bring it up because my show does change every night. But it's not like a come focus show or anything. And look, I made a whole movie about it called Kathy Griffin, Hell of a Story. Bought it. Oh, awesome. And I, you know, like I told that story and stuff, but this is a lot about, you know, my own like crap that I've been going through, but stuff we've all been going through. Like, I think the entire country still has, we had, to, we had to dump out of that. She, right, where, this, where, where's she going there? <laughs> the F-bombs come fast and furious right after okay. that. So she is very candid. So she talks a lot about uh, how through it all, how she just rediscovered that her humor was both, uh, you know, a lifesaver and her saving grace. And I say that figuratively and literally. And she says, I got to laugh at all of it because why not? So I, she, she's not everybody's cup of tea, but I do love me some Gavin Griffin. And so, so for the text line, she's not really that funny. She's just mostly vulgar. I think that's why I like her, uh, 9306. So, but she is back, baby. And uh, so I'm she's a, doing the Uptown? She is doing the Uptown on February 4th. And tickets went on sale just a couple weeks ago. And my full... Uh, filthy-mouthed interview with the red-haired raven comedian comes out Wednesday in the pitch. Yeah, Kathy! Don't call it a comeback, Kathy Griffin! You you know, I've always found it fascinating um, how in in the American culture we will cancel somebody, and clearly Kathy Griffin was canceled. So was Michael Richards. Mm -hmm. He was canceled. And Mike, he's pretty much still canceled. He, uh, that, that's where I was going to go. Is I've always found it interesting, like how people get canceled, and then how do we determine who we allow to come back, right, and who gets to remain canceled? Like Michael Richards Kramer from Seinfeld has never come back. No, absolutely not. But the, the then like Chris he's persona non grata. Uh, uh, what's his face from the Today Show? Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. He got canceled. 
and never came back. Nope, never. But Chris Matthews from MSNBC, mm-hmm. who had his own show, there was some sexual harassment allegation. He ends up getting canceled. Well, he's back. He's back, baby. He, he's back on MSNBC. Kathy Griffin, and, and I thought she was totally beyond the pale with that uh, Donald Trump mask. Yeah, and, back in 2017. I, I, I thought that was horribly in bad taste. And she ends up getting canceled, air quotes, and now Kathy Griffin, we've just determined, is back. She gets to make a comeback. She does. And she's. I think it's because she has pretty consistently over the last couple of years, well, at least since the pandemic, sort of clawed and scratched her way back into the public, I don't know, the public persona. 913-586-7798. Well, you remember Morgan Wallen, who's the hottest thing in country music right now, Great dropped point. the N-word outside of his house. Oh, he was canceled for like 30 seconds. Yeah, but, uh, he, but he came right back. He won Entertainer of the Year yeah. that a year that year for the Country Music Awards and wasn't even invited to the ceremony because of that controversy. And so they just and, and didn't he get played the, his song for Entertainer of the Year instead of having him perform like they typically do. He got the boot from Saturday Night Live, too, but then they that invited was, him back like... I don't know, like two months later. That was COVID-related because oh. he was seen uh, making out on the back of a bus with uh, uh, people who were potentially Riddle- COVID-riddled. Were riddled with COVID? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what the real driver there was. I don't know how to got, paint this picture. Somebody got real cautious with their words, <laughs> and then he was in the back of and the bus. And then he was in the back of the bus. And there was somebody so, there. there was somebody. Something was going on. <laughs> they didn't like what they saw, and boom, no SNL. Okay, 913-586-7798-586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.